What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my boy, my business partner, my homie, future father. Also, I am the godfather of your child, Colton Silva. What's up, Doc? Yo, what's up, big boy? My energy is going to be like, I feel like some people are going to hear me today and it's like, whoa, Cole's energy is like low, but it's not. It's super high. I'm just being very wary of my voice. So I'm very, I'm like trying to be quiet, trying not to fucking lose it. I've already snapped a couple times, like not in a bad way, like just super fucking energetic and happy today. And then my voice gave out like a minute later. So I'm trying to keep it monotone today. Cool and relaxed, like the fucking old Spice commercials, bro. Bro, you got some voice problems. I got all the voice, so I'll carry both of us. I got some (laughs) foot problems. You got some voice problems. We got some shit going on over here, don't we? Yeah. We got some stuff. So Cole's actually in his peak week right now. So I just want to give Cole a big shout out on the podcast because he's been an amazing leader for the company. He's been showing up for me as a friend and just like been all around like a savage and he's not eating very much food. So bro, I appreciate you for showing up and continuing to deliver. Appreciate you, dog. I appreciate that. We had a lot of love today. I'm like, it's feeling fucking good. You see, I'm getting excited. My voice is started like yelling again. But dude, I feel very aligned. Like, I feel like a lot of people will utilize prep and it will start to like break them and throw them off their grind. Guys, this is where I thrive. And like Brian's seen it before. He keeps saying like, you remind me of the old Cole because we met like when I was doing my first fitness competition. Like I thrive in this shit. Like it's grueling. I'm exhausted, but I'm having a fucking blast and I'm super excited to be here. So I appreciate that compliment. I love it, bro. So guys on pod chats, which by the way, if you are in the Change Jobs <sighs> Academy and you would ever like to have a conversation with me and Cole, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. PST, there is a post pinned to the top of the group and you guys can tune into pod chats and you can raise your hand and you can ask me and Cole anything. There are some students that come here every single week and they get an opportunity to chat with us. And yo, if you're here, you're fucking, you get to talk, man. So my boy, Aaron Stevenson is going to be first on the podcast. Aaron, dude, thank you so much for joining us on pod chats. I don't think we've ever talked on podcasts before. Welcome to the podcast. How can we serve you today, bro? Honestly, so I just started my coaching business in November last year. Joined the Academy in December. I remember us chatting right away. And Honestly, I just finished the semester since I'm a university student and I wanted to dedicate this whole summer into just building the business, scaling it. My whole intention in the last couple of months has just kind of been building an audience because I really didn't have one before. Now I have a decent audience. I just want to know what's the best thing to lean into this summer to try to really scale the business. I love it. So walk me through your social media posting schedule right now. Like actually, no, not just that social media posting schedule and also like a current day in your life. And how many clients do you have? So right now I only have four clients. I'm at about $1,000 a month. My posting schedule, I'll post three times a day on Instagram and TikTok, staying active on my stories every day. I guess that's Monday through Friday. And honestly, a lot of my stuff is value-based, but I've been trying to do more content or proof-based. So talk to me about the follower count, your views, your likes, et cetera. So at the start of this year, I had 300 followers on Instagram. Now I'm up to 900. On TikTok, I started with 200. Now I'm up to almost 18,000. Yeah. All right, bro. So 
I'm going to give you some like baseline strategies to work with. So I'm going to tell you like what I think you should do next. And then also like on a regular basis. And so this is for every online coach, like you need to audit the last time that you did a CTA on TikTok, and then you need to do them more consistently. TikTok is one of those platforms where you can literally post a CTA every second day and it's okay because it shows your content to new people. And so what is called coffin? He's, he's go. laughing because I was just on content audits and he literally told me to do the exact same thing. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> That's hilarious. So it's funny that I guess we're both aligned. I think about how much you're doing CTAs and then fucking do them more because on TikTok, It'll show them to completely random people. And guys, I've literally done the same CTA on TikTok like 50 times and it still works. I'm looking for five online trainers and want to XYZ. So it's the same thing. I teach you guys the same thing in the academy. So do that more consistently. So that's the first thing. Second thing is focus on collecting social proof. I want to say focus on running a 14-day challenge because that's what I'm going to tell you to do. But I don't want you to focus on running a 14-day challenge and be like, I'm going to make 10K. I need you to focus on collecting social proof. And the way that you're going to collect social proof from that 14 day challenge is to over deliver and give a fuckload of results. And by over delivering and giving a fuckload of results, it's also going to lead to clients. And so I want you to run a 14 day challenge with the intention of collecting social proof, because what's going to take your business from 1000 to $5,000 a month is testimonials. Like people mm -hmm. need to know that you know what the fuck you're talking about. Because if you go to that TikTok that has 18,000 followers now, and you're like, hi, my name's Aaron. I help people lose weight. Look at all these transformations. And you can have like, seven of them pop up on screen. It's like, if you want some help, comment below. Like that's going to lead to a lot more clients. And so building an audience is good. I like that you had that mentality. That's amazing. Guys, you can monetize an audience of a hundred followers, by the way, if you listen to the podcast, oh, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be 18,000. But the fact that you built it to 18,000 is fucking cool. Like I'm stoked about that. And so think about how much you're doing CTAs and do them significantly more. And then in terms of your, like the next move is you need to do a 14 day challenge for the intention of collecting social proof, not for the intention of making sales. You will make sales too, but do it to collect social proof because the more proof that you can collect and you can start posting that on a regular basis, it's going to start to lead to an influx of clients. Bruh, I literally started coughing. I wish I could, no joke, take the clip that I literally said 45 minutes ago and put it in here. Because everything you just fucking said, I'm talking about 14 day challenge, audience, use everything. Ask Aaron, right? We're an yeah. echo, bro. Like I'm not <laughs> even playing. Like that's exactly it. I will say, and I want Aaron to flex a little bit here. I want him to share his win. You showed up to content audits. I think it was a week and a half ago, correct? Probably two or three weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And I gave you advice on to do more value-based content in the gym. How many followers did you have when you showed up the first time? And how many do you have now? So at that point, I think I had 10 or 11. And now, like I said, just at 18. Yeah. That sounds so like in the last like two weeks, he's gained like fucking 8,000 followers by giving actionable value in the gym and showing the fuck up on a daily basis, guys. He spoke to his niche and gave them exactly what they wanted and what was working. All right. Pay attention to what works online and double down on it. Now I did the exact same thing. I have no other advice to give. We literally are a fucking echo right now, B. Like he got this fucking hour ago. And then exactly again, do a 40 day challenge. Make sure you post the CTA, post it multiple times, test it out if it fails. I love it. You know what to do, bro. Yeah, yeah. definitely going to do the 14 day challenge. Was already planning on it, to be honest. I'm going to New Mexico next week. So it's going to happen the week after that or two weeks after that. Perfect, bro. I love it. My fucking boy. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. Last thing I'm just going to say is audience building is good. I like that you put a lot of focus on that in terms of, because we've really only talked about, you know, the content that we want you to be doing. But now that you built an audience and you're going to start doing CTAs, like when you do that CTA, don't just do it. If the 14 day challenge is like the next big thing that you're going to be doing, like when you post your CTA, I want you to study DM game because like CTA and then like that, the DM game is going to lead to the calls. So once the CTA goes up, 
like fucking go watch some DM trainings and then like restudy and relearn. Guys, like I rewatch, I'm reading a book right now and I've read the same chapter for a week straight. So I actually understand it. And then I move on to the next chapter. I think that a lot of people, what they do when they're learning is they'll watch something once and they think they understand it. That's why on the DM video, I literally say, watch this 100 times because I do want you to like ingrain it into your brain so that it becomes automatic because the, the more automatic it becomes, the easier it's going to be to make money. So I want you to like memorize that shit. The DM script should be like, like the back of your hand. Thank you guys. Thanks for coming on, bro. Appreciate you. Dude, that shit um, kills me. That's fucking awesome. That we literally so said funny. the exact same thing. Bro, I, I'm, I'm going to send you the clip. I'm going to send you the recording of content on it so you can fucking hear it. Because it's legit, like, fucking verbatim, almost exactly the same across the board. That's perfect. fucking funny. I love it. Guys, I will say, and I want to touch on this, what Brian said is very important. He said, I read this, I'm reading the same book. I've read the same chapter multiple times. Think about a movie you watched from the past, all right, from your childhood. When then you watch it as an adult and you watch it again and you've caught little different things like, oh, I didn't catch that the first time or holy shit, I didn't even realize that happened in the background or like all those subliminal messages that happen in like old Disney movies when we were kids. You guys know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention a bunch of them right now, but you get what I'm talking about. If you don't go on YouTube, you'll be <laughs> disgusted. But there's a lot of little things that you didn't notice the first time. So reading it again, watching it again, paying attention to it again can help you immensely in everything you do. Before we move on to Brandon, Isaiah, unmute yourself and tell me how your Facebook community's been. How you doing, dog? Hey, I'm doing good, man. It's good. It's going a lot better. This week was an improvement. I've actually closed a couple calls too since we talked last week. So momentum starting to to push. I'm really glad I got on there and I was able to get some of those tips. So started my coaching calls weekly too in the Facebook group last week, which was really good feedback. And I actually had three of the girls that were going to stop at the end of the month message me a few days ago and said they're continuing with me because I did that call. So let's fucking go, bro. Podchat. Yeah. If I didn't get on this call last week, I wouldn't have saved those clients. Boom. So my fucking boy, thank you for coming up. Appreciate you. High five. Makes me super happy. I know. I love shit like that. I'm like, that's why I love coaching. That's literally it right there. Job done. Life changed. Makes me happy. (laughs) Brandon Roberts. Welcome to the podcast, brother. Brandon Roberts, a.k.a. our co-host. How you doing, B? Say hi to the YouTube, too. What's going on, YouTube? Good to see you, Cole, Brian. Best day of my freaking life. Glad yeah. to be co-hosting here with you guys this week. But <laughs> anyways, this question is like more on our lives as online trainers and entrepreneurs. So I had like a crazy moment happen to me. And it also rang a bell when I was listening to your Stay in Your Lane podcast. But last weekend, I went out with like a good old hometown friend of mine. And a lot of my social circle that I had before being an entrepreneur, oh man, it's like, I I cannot really resonate with these people as much as I, as I could before. It's almost like heartbreaking, but a lot of them, you know, they're all working nine to fives. He wanted to like go out drinking and stuff on the weekends. I'm just, you know, it's, it's so crazy, but like literally these calls like right here, right now are like probably the most stimulating conversation that I have with other human beings now. And then I, I do these calls, I hang out with my clients, I got my girlfriend, luckily, and my dog. So it's like, there isn't much, you know, of like a social aspect as there was before being an entrepreneur. And I know you guys are seasoned vets, entrepreneurs, I want to know, like, what have you learned about how your social circle has evolved through your journey as an entrepreneur? What a fucking great question. That was a great question. Touche. So first things first is thank you for asking that. That's going to be really, really good. I think that as you grow as an entrepreneur, there's two types of friends, ones that grow with you and ones that don't. And not in a rude way either. It's not like, you know, if if somebody makes the decision that they're happy with where they're at and they're not interested in growing and they're like happy and content and that's 
and but they're actually happy and they're like they bring joy to your life and they celebrate your wins like i think that's a friend that i you know will keep around but if i have a friend that's like toxic negative and or they're just like always drinking or they're always in the same place and they're not making any progress like it sucks my life energy to hang out with this person and if i feel that with another person i just won't go there and so i was like a lone wolf for a long fucking time man like a long time, a long time. I was a lone wolf. And I just like, I wasn't really interested in building relationships with people unless they had ambition, unless they were going somewhere, unless they were driven, unless they like were excited about life. And so my thing with the relationships and social circles is like, I want to, like, I'm continuing to level up and push myself to be the best that I can be every single day. And if the people that are in my life are on that same wave with me, like, let's fucking go. But like, either way, I'm going in this direction and I refuse to compromise my core values for anybody. And sometimes that means I'm going to have to walk alone for a little bit until I find my fucking tribe. You feel me? So that's that. I also think that that's another motivating factor for me on on like why I chose to grow a massive business is like when I was running Aesthetic Nation, I was like, I was like alone when I first started my fitness journey. Like I was the only one that was eating out of meal prep containers. I was the only fucking one that was like going to the gyms consistently is I was like alone. So I was like, I wanted to build a big community of people that were like interested in fitness so that like fitness didn't have to be a lonely journey. That was one of the big driving factors of aesthetic nation. And then that was another reason I started hiring trainers to work with me at aesthetic nation. I'm like, well, this is like boring to do by myself. So like, let's start hiring my homies. Let's start hiring my best friends. And then we would just do coaching calls and we would like grow the business together. Right. So I'm just not interested in low level conversations. And I would define a low level conversation as like, let's bullshit, let's gossip, let's talk about like, let's complain, let's be negative. Like that to me does not stimulate me at all. It makes me want to punch myself in the head. And so I will disassociate myself with conversations like that. I've also cut friends out of my life that were like, quote unquote, my friends, but they weren't interested in growing. And so they kept dragging me back down. Like, that's not a bad thing. Now, I also just want to touch on something like, you'll have some friends in your life. Like for me, I have some friends in my life that you know, I'll go like a month or two without talking to them. And they're like, fuck you. You're so you're too busy for me now. It's like the real ones, they get it. And the ones that aren't real, they don't. And that's not you. That's them. And I think what's important is that like you focus on your fucking happiness and you focus on your growth and you will find your tribe as long as you're pursuing your happiness. And it's just going to click. Like you're going to meet somebody one day and you're like, dude, and even online friends, man, like I have, there's a guy that I just connected with. His name's Cole Taylor. He's going to be coming on my podcast. I think next week I read one of his posts on Facebook and I was like, this guy is like literally my fucking human. And then he DM me, I DM him and we're like back and forth voice knitting. And he's like, can I come on your podcast? I'm like, fuck yeah, you can. So like, you just get it sometimes, right? But the only way you're going to get to that level with those people that are high level is like, you commit to just mastering yourself. And then as you master yourself, your tribe will start to find you. That's my answer. That's a date. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Listening to you ask that question, like I honestly didn't really have an answer. Like that was a hard one. That was a very good question to me because I feel like a lot of my answer is the same as Brian's. I disassociated myself with a lot of individuals in my life because I was surrounded by people who did not want to grow. And it wasn't because they were bad people. It was just because of the fact that I wasn't about that life anymore. And it also wasn't the fact that they were bad people, but it was the fact that they kept questioning every move I made and they kept questioning why I was doing the things that I was doing. 
which in tune started to cause me to question it. So I disassociated myself with those individuals so I could just focus on my path. Now, something that I realized, and I'm actually going to quote Natasha here, because this is something that she kind of dragged out of me recently. I feel like a very big reason why I keep my social circle small is because I give so much and I don't want to have to give again when I'm trying to be social and relaxing in my back end. Does that make sense? Like, I literally am giving all hours every fucking day, every day. It's my entire purpose. It's what I do. I wake up and I give 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 and I'm trying to give more and more and more and more. So when I'm trying to relax and I'm just like in the back end, like hanging out with the homies and shit like that, like I don't feel like everybody needs to be a high level entrepreneur, but I don't want to have to sit there and give more. Like I want to get some shit, all right? I want to feel like I'm getting something out of the fucking relationship to a certain degree. So I'm just very, very picky with my fucking circle. Like if I feel like I'm just giving and then when I'm not at work or I'm not doing this or I'm not doing content and I'm with you, I have to give even more mental energy. It's just fucking a lot. So I've just chosen to keep my social circle small. I only fuck with like a handful of people. Like it's very, very small. I could literally count the amount of people I hang out with on a continual basis on like one fucking hand, not including Julia, because I just only surround myself with people who are going to help push me and again, give me the stuff that I fucking need. I have a very simple rule to follow. I have two actually. One is from one of my friends, Brendan Lund. And he said, if I know what the saying is, if you want me to say it, you go ahead. Yeah. This is something that I'm fucking anal on, by the way. And I like audit every individual with, and it is, if you want to know who your true friends are, gauge how they celebrate reactions with you. Tell them something that you're super happy about. All right. Tell them something that you're excited about. Tell them something that you are over the moon about engage the reaction. If they celebrate with you, regardless of what is going on with their life and they hype you out, if they like match your excitement, that's a true fucking friend. But if they brush it to the side or they start talking about themselves or they don't actually lean into your excitement, that's a friend of me. You should cut them the fuck out. That's not a friend. That's a friend of me. Yeah. I live every fucking moment of my life by that now. And I've cut out some people like currently in my circle right now, guys, that was because of that statement. I have another rule that I go by. And that is if I have to justify my goals to you, you're not my people. Oh, I love that one too. Yeah. If I have to justify my goals to you and I have to justify why I do certain things, you're just not my person. No. And again, it's not even rude. on social media so much. I have just, that's just. I'm just not going to spend my energy explaining that to you. You know, you feel me? I freaking love this, you guys. And that's why I'm so grateful that you guys just cultivated this community to where it's at now. I literally felt like I was from Mars, like before joining this, like on my own, like nobody around me was about working out, even just about working out and like, just, you know, eating right and just doing a little bit better. Like they didn't have to be like crazy entrepreneurs, but I was like, still just lonely in that aspect. So I'm super duper grateful that like, you know, the circle that we have right now with the CLA is available. I literally feel like my best friends are probably in it right now. And we're all going to like hit a gym session somewhere down the road. Like when the time is right, it's like, it's just a growing pain. I'm sure that like everybody that's like, you know, moving up in the world, I guess has to go through as a part of the sacrifice for success. And it's like, I have some of those day one friends that like, they're not Like there's still, you know, when we meet up every now and then it's still all good vibes, but I know they're not like hungry for growth. I'm not going to hold that against them. I'll be perfectly, you know, like they're happy with what they're at and that's their life. I realize that that's not for me. 
I'm super grateful that I'm surrounded by, you know, like-minded individuals, like literally the people that I'm learning with here are some of the best people that are in my life and I've never met them yet all through a computer screen. So it's like a little trippy that it works out that way. I have recognized um, the frenemy concept that you guys touched on where you start doing well and then it like raises an insecurity out of like certain people. And it's like, you just, you start winning and, but they don't clap for you, but they're just like watching. I had a, a really good friend of mine that he was like also into fitness and like, he was like a trainer even too. And then once I started doing good, it's like, he kind of went silent on it. I was like, in my mind, it's like, man, bro, if you would just be with it with me, we could took over the world. But he, as soon as I started doing good, he got like kind of jealous and resentful. And I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I want to really bring him on my team or something like that. If that's how he feels when I start doing good, but no, it's good to hear that this is a common thing. I love Cole said, I, I'm kind of the same way. I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. I'd rather have really good tight knit friends. Quote. Yeah. I love that. Like Cole's in prep mode. So he's just telling it how it is, but yeah, we just give, 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 give like all the freaking time. And like, you know, people still want to take more even, but like, I think having circle of friends that recognize that, that that's kind of what your profession is. Like, I love the chemistry that like you and Brian have, you guys really celebrate the friendship that you guys have and really like gift each other. And like, I think having a, when you pick your tight knit circle of friends, I think that trait is super like something to look out for. And I'm really grateful that you mentioned that. Thank you boys for explaining this. I know this was like a good question. I don't want to come on here with like simple question. I don't want to let you guys off easy, but I like asking something good here. This is really good feedback from you guys. I appreciate it as always. Appreciate you for coming on. That was, uh, yeah, that was super insightful. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. It's um, sometimes you're, it'll be your best friends. That's the fucked up part. Sometimes it'll be your best friends. And sometimes it's not your best friends. I've like, we, the, our number one hater, Haeckel, you know who I'm talking about. Um, our number one hater was actually somebody that I used to like, not hang out with, but like we went out a couple of times and then all of a sudden it was like, I don't know, or he just hates us. I was like, what are you doing, dude? But it's yeah. like, it's that's, you just said it. It's like when you start to get successful, you know, it triggers insecurities in some people. Some people fuck with it and some people don't. So that's mm -hmm. not a you thing though. You just got to keep doing your thing, you know? And also last thing I'm just going to say on that is like, don't hang out with somebody just because you're fucking lonely. You guys like, don't like do it just be to satisfy your loneliness. You know, like you're just like, you're devaluing your yourself. Like, Cause I used to do that. I'm like, I'm going to go get fucked up because I'm lonely and I'm going to go hang out with these people. So like, don't do that to yourself, you know? Like be willing to walk alone. Yeah, I want to touch on that for a second. Go ahead. Because I was going to say something along those lines. Like, I feel like a lot of you guys, not maybe you guys directly, but maybe indirectly or listening to this, et cetera, you start to experience a loneliness when you start to come up in your entrepreneurial journey because you realize that you do feel like you're from Mars. Like not a lot of people understand this, your parents, et cetera. I do love that Mars comment. I wrote that down. I also wrote down the four quarters and pennies. That's fucking Hashtag good. get ready for the video. It's fucking coming I knew out. I, I was um, like, that's Cole's next video. <laughs> I literally wrote it down instantly. But guys, like, don't get it twisted. I get lonely a lot. All right. Like, we still get lonely. And like, it's not like I don't have fucking people around me anymore. But at the same time, like, it's not like I'm with Brian or with fucking Cursed or with Julia or with Patty all the fucking time. So like, there's times where I get fucking lonely. All right. But I just choose to sit in that loneliness because I feel like it's very important to figure out who you are as an individual rather than trying to fill the hole with other people. Boom. All right. Especially while you're trying to grow as an entrepreneur, like this is why it's very important to figure out who you are as an entrepreneur, how, who you are as a business owner, you are as a creator while you're growing through this, instead of just trying to, again, fill all the empty space, embrace the fucking silence a little bit. All right. Boom. I love that.
And uh, last and certainly not least, we've got Mr. Tanner. What's going on, dog? Welcome to the podcast. How can we serve you today? Yo, what's going on, guys? Thank you for uh, having me on. To kind of go off of Brandon, what he was saying about the community you guys built, just before I get to my question, it's crazy that you guys always say, yo, I'm having the best day ever. It's literally like gotten to me. I always say it, I've been saying it for like months. My clients actually now say it like every single day and that their friends actually say it. And then wherever yeah. I go, it's like, whenever I start like my lives, it's like, yo, what's going on fam? Hope you guys are having the best Monday, Tuesday ever, whatever. So whenever I go anywhere, it's like, yo, are you having the best day ever, man? And it's just like, it's crazy. That, like it all started from you guys. So yeah, it's insane. Shout out to you. Guys. so fucking happy. It's not even fun. I got chills right now. That's, That's what I'm talking about. That's fucking lit. We're spreading some love, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. So to kind of go into my question here, I know you guys covered it a little bit previously, but like with summer coming up, I know that you guys said kind of traveling is a great opportunity to like reamp your creativity, I guess. And I've booked like a few trips myself, but I just want to know some tips to like still stay aligned with yourself and your business when you're traveling, because I always get into that mindset when I'm traveling. It's like, yo, it's just time to go have fun and like kind of get away from like reality. But this kind of be my first time like traveling while having a business. And I kind of want to like stick with it, but like still stay aligned, if that makes sense. Me and Cole are both going to be good to answer this because I was one extreme and now I'm balanced and Cole was under the other extreme and now he's balanced. It's like, I used to work all the fucking time, all day, every day and Cole would play more. And now Cole works a little bit more and I play a little bit more. So we're both going to have good answers. So my answer is that create a list of non-negotiables and do those every day, no matter fucking what. So like in terms of like, you know, growing your business, it's like client delivery, you know, your success rituals. And so content creation, lead generation, client delivery, right? So like those are non-negotiables and maybe spend like 45 minutes on each per day and like have that be non-negotiable and do it in the morning. And the reason you need to do it in the morning is because if you don't do it in the morning, you're not going to fucking do it, right? So if you just do it in the morning, it's fucking done. And then the rest of your day is fun. Now, for those of you guys listening, do you need to do that on vacation? No. Do I like making money and growing my business? Yes. So I will do whatever the fuck is necessary in order to do that. I also think that like the benefits of being an entrepreneur and the benefits of running your own business is that you can fucking do it from anywhere. And so sometimes you got to pay the price. And that means, you know, doing the work that you need to do in order to make sure that your business sustains. So that's number one is create a list of non-negotiables. Number two would be to research in advance what the time zones are and how that's going to impact the work that you do. So as an example, when me and Cole fly to Bali, it's like 18 hours ahead. And so I would plan my lead gen time for when people were going to be online. If I'm like, I want a lead gen and like, you know, at six in the morning, but then at six in the morning, it's fucking three o'clock in the morning here. It's like, that's actually like a waste of fucking time. And so there are some instances where you might have to shift them some things around to match the time zone. Like if you're going across the world, but do the research in advance so that you know, like, okay, I'm going to Mexico. It's three hours ahead. So you know, any coaching calls I do, you know, it's going to be different time for people. So just like, just to have the awareness and to think in advance. The third thing I'll say is plan for your travel days. So let's say that your, your check-in day is on fucking Thursday, but you're flying on Thursday. Well, you're not going to doing check-ins in the middle of a travel day is going to suck ass. So do it before you go. That way you can just enjoy your trip. Those would be my three tips. Cool. You got anything? Oh, 100%. This is honestly something that I'm very passionate on. So guys, when it comes down to traveling, everything Brian said, million percent agree. The only thing that I would kind of like add on and I feel like might benefit you is number one, plan ahead when it comes down to your content. All right. Before you go, how long are you going for your first trip, Tanner? Actually, the first trip I'm going to is with my videographer and photographer. So I think it's going to be a yeah. little bit easier. But then in terms of the next one, that's like going to Europe with the girlfriend, that's going to be a little bit bigger. 
So that might be a little bit tougher. And then Australia is down the line. So I got some stuff coming up, but yeah, if that answers your question. No, next trip, how long is it? It's going to be five days. Perfect. So this is what I do because you're obviously going to create while you're there. But what I do before I go on a trip, guys, is I look at the date, how long I'm there. And then I plan out X amount of days of post before I leave. Why? Because what happens if you go there with your videographer and the next thing you know, you guys are on a fucking boat in Miami and you're filming content for nine hours and you don't post on Instagram because you got so wrapped up in a fucking content creation. I plan ahead for the things that I know I need to do no matter what based on my non-negotiables. That's number one. All right. I'll give you guys an example. When we got to Dominican, I wanted to make sure that I still pumped out podcasts. However, I didn't want to be sitting there in the fucking office filming podcasts every single day, no matter what. Number one, because I didn't rely on the Wi-Fi. It was fucking trash. And number two, I wanted to learn how to surf while I was there. And the best time to do it was right in the morning when the sun came up, which was when I was supposed to do my podcast. So what I did is I batch filmed six podcasts in a row, and then I just released them in the morning while I was there. I planned ahead for the things that I wanted to do. Make sense? Yes, Perfect. Sir. Number two, again, I agree with Brian. I wanted to just double down on this point. Make sure you do your shit in the morning slash keep your morning routine. I do not give a fuck if you were going on vacation. You should still be doing your morning routine because your mindset isn't just going to be magically okay because you're in a different place. You should be prepping your mindset no matter what. Condition your mind properly. Do your meditation. Wake up and do your affirmations. Do the things you should be doing slash you are already doing on a continual basis because vacation doesn't mean anything. Me and Brian don't miss, all right? Whether it's in Bali or here, right? That's why we're successful. Yeah. Because we don't miss. So make sure you guys are doing it. And then again, I just always bring this up whenever anybody is traveling. Dude, make sure you go watch the 10 before 10 a.m. morning routine and then mix Brian's, mine, and your own together I created that 10 before 10 a.m. when we went to Bali, all right? And the reason why I did it is because then I could get those 10 things done before 10 a.m. so I could go enjoy my fucking life. I made sure I did a certain amount of lead gen. I booked my sales calls for in that time. I did my meditation. I did my morning breakdown. I did my content creation. I did all that shit before 10 a.m. So then we could go do stuff. Then I didn't feel guilty for going and enjoying the monkey forest or going snorkeling with turtles in the middle of the Bali ocean with a bunch of fish, because I had already done my content connected with my clients, did sales calls, did my lead generation. I did my shit. The perks of being an entrepreneur is freeing up time for you to live the life you want to fucking live. That's why we're not nine to five workers. We're building a business that we would like to live in, or at least like, that's how I look at it. Right? Yeah, obviously I'm a workhorse. I enjoy fucking working, but I also enjoy living. All right. That's why I became an entrepreneur so I could make my own hours so I could achieve financial freedom. You better fucking believe I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm not just going to sit in front of an office or sit in an office all day. So I think planning ahead will do you fucking so much good, bro. It wouldn't even be funny. Like how many days are you going? All right. What should my content look like? Can I plan it ahead of time? Like Brian said, what are the time zones? This is the routine I'm going to be doing. So as soon as you land, you're in it right away. All right. Yeah. So I'd love it. So in terms of like planning ahead includes the travel day, the content and the time zone. So that's planning ahead. Second thing is like morning list of non-negotiables. I would keep it short, sexy, straight to the point. Cause you don't want to create a list that's like fucking so long that you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't do all this. And then like you start stressing yourself out. So like non-negotiables, like if you could only do three things, what would they be? 
And then, you know, this is the morning routine that I'd like to do, but these three things get done no matter what, unless I'm fucking dead. Right. So like non-negotiables and then just be flexible and have fun. Cool. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much. Got you, bro. I have one more point. Yeah. Also stay true to your fucking word, bro. Okay. This is something I just wanted to touch on and I'm going to pull up Brian as an example here and myself as an example. Like if we go on vacation guys and we have a call book, our live stream, a sales call, something we committed to, you better fucking believe that's still going to get done regardless of what's happening. All right. Like, yeah, you might have some things that are really fucking tempting. All right. They're really going to tempt you, but we're going to get it done because we committed to it before we left. And just because we're in a different fucking city, country, experience, living area, whatever the case may be, we're not going to fucking fault on it because we don't break our fucking commitment. I'm just going to touch on that now. Brendan Lund's one of my best friends in the whole world. Fucking love that kid. But when me and him were, went through our little party phase, like, like he would cancel sales calls with his potential clients, like when we were like hungover. And I would literally get up hungover, like after like three hours of sleep at eight in the morning. And I would do a sales call, like hungover off my ass. I don't miss, dude. So like, if you say you're going to do something, you show the fuck up. So even if you go out, you have drinks, whatever it is, like you make sure you show up for the things that you say you're going to do. And that's going to lead to your success. So I agree. Cool. Dude. Keep your word. Cool. 100%. I think you guys saying that it's going to be in my head now. So 100%. Let's go. I love it, bro. I love it, bro. Thank you for coming up. I appreciate you. Guys, for everyone that tuned into Pod Chats today, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you for always showing up and continuing to get value. Peace, love, and protein. Have the best day of your entire life. Guys, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye for now.